This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the July 28, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. The actor who played Wally Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver died at the age of 77. On an annualized basis, the economy shrunk by 0.9% in the second quarter, which just ended. We now have two quarters in a row of negative growth. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates by 0.75% to fight inflation. That is a big increase following other increases. Normally, the Fed would decrease interest rates or hold them the same to fight a recession. But our feckless leaders managed to put us in a two-front economic war. Let's go, Brandon. JetBlue is buying Spirit Airlines. Kim Jong-un, leader of North Korea, is puffing up his chest and saying that North Korea's nuclear war deterrence is ready. Japan's draft budget suggests it is ramping up defense expenditures. Next year, Nancy Pelosi is supposed to step down as leader of the House Democrats. Adam Schiff is making a pitch for himself to take her place. I'm not thrilled with the alternatives, but I think Adam Schiff is an awful human being. Further, it would eliminate any chance of working in a bipartisanship manner. Trump sent a letter to CNN outlining his intent to sue over defamatory comments. If that goes to trial, it would be a food fight for the ages. Moving on. Build Back Better may be back. According to a USA article by Ledyard King and Joey Garrison, quote, Key Senate Democrats have agreed on a deal they say would lower the cost of prescription drugs, bring down carbon emissions, and chip away at the federal deficit, end quote. Who the hell would be against that? It is alleged to cut the deficit by, uh, quote, by ramping up IRS enforcement and closing certain tax loopholes, end quote. I wonder how many times lawmakers have used increased enforcement and closing loopholes as a funding device to no effect. The bill also calls for a minimum 15% corporate tax increase, which according to the article closes a loophole. The bill sounds good to me, though I wonder if there is another side of the story. One tidbit in the article is that few details are available. We are reading the broad consensus talking points, not the detailed legislative language. If the bill holds to the consensus talking points, then my quick take is, it is fine and Republicans should get behind it in a bipartisanship way. If, as details emerge, the thing sucks, then they should fight it. Here is something that many will like and then, if successful, learn to regret. Former Republicans and Democrats have joined together to create a third party called forward. It will be chaired by Andrew Yang and Christine Todd Whitman. Yang ran for the Democratic presidential nomination and Whitman for the Republican nomination. Per the linked Reuters article by Tim Reed, it is a merger of Renew America movement, the forward party, and the Serve America movement. The new group says they are centrist and per the article, quote, has no specific policies yet, end quote. Yeah, don't want to put out policies because that starts to piss people off. Probably great people. Great intent. I think the effort would be better working within the existing parties. Pulling centrists away from the existing parties to this third group will make the Republicans and Democrats more extreme. 
further, if the centrist party is successful and we have three parties with 30% or so of the members of the House and Senate, I worry that we'll, we, we will end up with an unwieldy mess. Sometimes I don't say what I really think. I don't lie. I am just quiet. I know that would amaze many. The idea that I am holding back may be scary to some because of the shit I do say. Today I am going to come clean on one subject, not with an overwhelming number of facts, but more from a feeling standpoint. I was going to start with saying I feel a deep state in our government exists. But then, moments ago, I googled deep state and found the definition per Wikipedia is, quote, a type of government's governance made up of potentially secret and unauthorized networks of power operating independently of a state's political leadership in pursuit of their own agenda and goals, end quote. That is too organized and nefarious for my way of thinking, so I need a new phrase. Until I come up with a better one, I will use the phrase bias state. I don't know if it is because of the folks who are attracted to government work or working for the government changes your views or just living, living in the liberal petri dish that is Washington, D.C., but I think most in government are liberals. They support liberals and they fight conservatives. Certainly the gobbledygook media promotes this. They seem to periodically distribute a play sheet and just start pushing the same crap. And then I will hear my friends say it and it is true until conclusively proven false. Back to the bias state. As a predicate, let's look at Jonathan Turley's essay titled, I've Delivered. A new new disclosures demolish President Biden's denials on Hunter dealing, Hunter's dealings. Turley reminds us that candidate Biden repeatedly said, quote, he had no knowledge of his son's foreign business dealings, end quote. Turley goes through the history of information contradictory to these statements and reviews, quote, new disclosures are demolishing the continued denials of President Biden that he had no knowledge and nothing to do with his son's business interests. End quote. Worse are the clear implications that President Biden not only may have been aiding his son by meeting with foreign actors, but may have received a cut of the proceeds. The evidence seems to be overwhelming. Where is the special counsel? What is the DOJ doing about this? CBS has an article by Katherine Herridge titled, quote, GOP Senator Chuck Grassley alleges widespread effort in FBI Justice Department to downplay negative information about Hunter Biden, end quote. I think the opening paragraph of the article sums things up. Quote, highly credible whistleblowers have come forward to a senior Senate Republican alleging a widespread effort within the FBI to downplay or discredit negative information about President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, according to letters reviewed by CBS News, end quote. A related article in The Federalist, linked below, covers much of the same topic and dwells on officials supporting Hunter Biden and coming close to obstructing a probe out of the Pittsburgh DOJ office. Quote, when coupled with what the multiple whistleblowers, including some in senior positions, told Grassley, it appears the FBI headquarters either improperly withheld information or presented inaccurate information to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Pittsburgh and possibly also Delaware, end quote. This just stinks, and it's not a one-off. 
I think the way the Obama administration used the IRS to target conservative not-for-profits was awful and contributed to Obama beating Romney in 2012. The Russian collusion crap initiated by the Clinton campaign and used by federal agencies as a club against the Trump administration was crap. Actively protecting Biden against what seems like real accusations was crap. At some point, they aren't coincidences. They are evidences of a deep rot, a biased state. But the problem with being a conservative is you need overwhelming proof. You can't level a specious accusation, have it mind-numbingly repeated in the gobbledygook media, and when it starts to unravel, say it is already settled and move on to your next line of crap. Okay, I got that off my chest. See, I probably should have been quiet. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.